What's up, y'all? What's happening? You know what time it is. Six o'clock is Wednesday. Time for Out of Bounds. We were brought in by his royal badness. You know who it was. The artist formerly known as. <laughs> What's up, man? This is Brandon Lawrence. Remember back in the uh, day we used to have the argument who was better, Prince or Michael? I think Prince won. No. <laughs> just, just saying that, though. Don't nah, that. It's not even an argument, man. I mean, you know, they, they, they both have their own lane. They're both the greatest. But check it, man. You know, speaking of Prince, we got a little lover's quarrel going on. Your man, Roy McElroy, broke up with Carolyn Wozniacki like the day, the same day they sent out wedding invitations. Wow. That's crazy. What's, what's up with these golfers? First, you got Tiger Woods. Everybody's mad at him because he's a playboy. No surprise, because just like Chris Rock said, you're only as you're only as faithful as your options, and he's got a lot of them. So I guess Rory is thinking in the same in the same vein. I mean, you know, he's got a beautiful female tennis player. I guess she used to be world's number one. She's not that good. Well, you know, compared to Serena and everybody else. But um, I, what's the deal, Rory, man? Does Rory owe us an explanation of why he broke Carolyn Wozniacki's heart, the sweetheart of tennis? Does he owe us an explanation? Like, Are they going to get on him like they got on Tiger? for, uh, Or does he get a pass because he broke her heart before he cheated on her? Or maybe he did cheat on her. That's why he said, look, man, I can't, I can't go through this stuff. I'm only twenty some years old. I'm getting all the all the uh, ladies that I need over in Ireland, and um, baby, you know, if you, if if you're down with it, cool. But if not, then you know, just use those invitations as uh, placemats or coasters or something like that. Brandon, speaking from a fellow Irishman, know. the Irish women aren't that great. Don't use that. Hopefully that's not his best thing. Well, if he's leaving a, da- a beautiful Danish woman to take the best that Ireland has uh, to offer, that's not a lot of great. Was, not, there's a reason why the guys drink so much over there. It's called sarcasm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there you go. You just ruined the joke, but thanks anyway. Hey, I really um, stuff. <laughs> Mike, man, what's up with the Lakers, man? What's up with the Lakers? Are the Lakers trying to do some revisionist history here? Dun, they're, they're, apparently they're interviewing Dunleavy, Mike Dunleavy Sr., not to be confused with uh, his son who's, you know, got really no claim to fame. He's a good player, but not, you know, nothing outstanding. Mike Dunleavy Sr., he's already coached the Lakers one time around. He coached them back in 90 through 92. He got a, he had a pretty decent record. He went to the finals and lost, of course, to the Bulls. But, um... He looks like he's they're, they're they're asking him to come back again. I don't know what what's the deal. Is this like to to placate Kobe to see huh, 
to see if uh, he can, if they can coexist, and if uh, Kobe will be happy with this with this pick before they really before they retire Kobe and put him out the pasture, and then get who they really want. Uh, what, what's going on with Mr. Kupchak, man? What's what's going on? I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody wants to coach the Lakers with as long as Kobe's there. That's what I think. I think the word has gotten around. He's run off Mike Brown. He ran off Dunleavy. Not Dunleavy. He ran off uh, Dan Tony. And, you know, as far as Kobe's concerned, I guess nobody is as good as Phil Jackson. But Phil Jackson's not coming back because he doesn't have a team. Who do the Lakers have? The Lakers don't have anybody. The best player is, is uh, former U.K. great Jody Meeks. They traded away Steve Blake, one of the other Good, good players. They got uh, who's this guy? Swaggy. <laughs> this kid, the guy, the guy that calls himself Swaggy. He's he plays the point guard for him. Uh, the guy he used to play at USC, I believe. Nick somebody. Um, Nick Young. Yeah, he's two guard. Yeah, yeah, he's not. You know, he's uh, he's his contract's sw- up too. He's a one year da- deal guy. Yeah, so he calls himself Swaggy. But um, you know, he's I don't know, man. The Lakers really don't have anybody. So I don't I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that um that nobody wants to coach for him. I'm not surprised that they're digging at the bottom of the barrel to get Mike Dunleavy back. Which I mean, when's Mike Dunleavy? He's 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 uh he's not a bad coach. He's not a bad coach, I'll say. But the Lakers are just not that not that good of a team. And sticking with the NBA theme, your man uh, Adam Silver, the new commish of the NBA, he's on this week's Sports Illustrated cover. Uh, he's his own man. That's what the, uh, the the article indicates. Of course, he's trying to, I guess, separate himself and make a name, make a separate name for himself from David Stern. But uh, is that really possible? I mean, he was. Pretty much David Stern's bag man for the last few years. So, I mean, he's uh, – was what did they say about that? The new boss, same as the old boss. So I don't see anything different from that. I mean, hopefully it will be a good read, good article, um, sell a lot of copies, especially with this still ongoing, swirling debacle that is Donald Sterling. They're trying to – find ways for him to divest himself of the team, for the NBA to dump him. But it doesn't really look like it's going to happen anytime soon. I don't know. I don't, I don't see how they can do it. But, you know, I guess because his wife wants to hold on to the team. And who can blame him? Who can blame him? I mean, that's what you do. You set your family up. You run a business, set them up for, them, for the future, for them to go ahead and, uh, you know, for your legacy to live on and for them to be able to, to make some bread. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And I don't know if Adam Silver is really going to be able to uh, act out in principle what he said what the, what he said earlier. I don't believe he's going to be able to cash that check that he wrote. So, But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully – Maybe the article will shed some light on what he's gonna do. I doubt it, but you know, it's gonna be up to what's that? It's gonna be up to the owners, of course, when they vote to see if uh, if they um, if they keep him or if they don't. 
But here, controversy. We've got controversy in the NFL. NFL, of course, off season. You just you you started your rookie camp, rookie mini camps, and um, you know OTAs, all the other type of stuff. But apparently, Shady McCoy, man, LaShawn McCoy, he says something that he should not have said, according to AP. He said that he was the best. He was the best running back in the NFL. Could it be true? Could it be true that someone has dared to challenge Adrian Peterson in his bionic knee? Could it be true that someone says that they're better than him? I like Shady McCoy's game. I, I like his game. I, I think he's, you know, he's like a human joystick. He plays, he's, he's a baller, no question about it. Um, AP, uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, he likes to run over people and then he likes to truck them and then run them, you know, and then, and then just run because he's hard to catch. I can personally say that, um, well, I, I couldn't catch him, but I mean, I run like a five five forty. I'm slower than Michael Sam, but um, AP, we saw him over. We saw him in Dallas. We went down to, uh, we went down for the Final Four when UK lost to uh, the eventual champion UConn Huskies, and AP was with his family. Or a couple looked like yeah, looked like some some other guys looked like his family. And he was going out, and we were like, hey, AP, what's up, man? You know, come in, could you stop? And he just, like, put it in the gear, man. He was walking. I think he's walking like a 4-4. Four, a four, four. He wasn't running. He was just walking. And this guy's like, he's all muscle, man. He, he's, 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 he's that guy, no question about it. But Shady McCoy, man, he's a different type of running back. And he's got that game where he, he catches the ball out of the backfield. He makes a lot of people miss. And he can line up in the slot. He can, he can do a lot of different things. So I do not – If when he says that he's better, he backed off of his comment. He said <laughs> – well, no, he didn't back off his comment. Peterson laughed his comment off and said he didn't really mean it. And then he called him a young fella. He said <laughs> he's a heck of a running back. I won't get on him too much. But, I mean, it's not it's, – I like that. I like that. If, if you say – if you think you're better than a guy – or up there with him, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with saying, hey, man, I'm the best? There's nothing wrong with saying that. People do that all the time. The rappers do that. They say, I'm the best. You know, and then another rapper says, I'm the best. And then another one says, I'm the best. You can have bests. You can have more than one best. You know, I don't know. What's wrong with, what's wrong with that? Is anybody, but check it. Who thinks Shady McCoy is wrong or who thinks that Shady McCoy is better than Adrian Peterson. Do you think Shady McCoy is better than Adrian Peterson? Do you think Peterson's AP is better than Shady McCoy? Call us on the uh, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 384-1450. I guess it's 384-1450. Eric Code 502. 384-1450. The Oxmoor, that's like a tongue twister. The Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Buzz line. That new Lincoln is nice, man. That that uh, that sedan. It's pretty. It's pretty cold, man. But I, I know somebody that was about to buy it, and they were like, "Oh man, I was going to buy it, but it was out of my price range." But you know, it's, that, hey man, if you want the best, what did James Brown say? You got to pay the cost to be the boss, man. And uh, you got you got to pay that thing. If you want to get that new Lincoln, you got to pay for it. <laughs> They're not going to give it to you. But hey, me, I think Shady McCoy is better than Peterson. I'll say it. 
I think he's better than Peterson. I don't. I don't. Peterson's got. I think his game is like one dimensional, man. He's just like he the. He really doesn't make you miss. Maybe in space, you know, you got to tackle him because he's, you know, he's he's uh he he runs upright. He's a tall back. Um, he gives you a lot to tackle. Shady McCoy is a little bit smaller and a little bit more elusive. Peterson, you know, he just pretty much outruns you or runs you over. So it takes a couple guys to tackle him. Once he breaks, you know, once he gets it to that next to second level, it's tough for the DBs to tackle him. I think that, but I do think Shady McCoy, Shady McCoy is probably just as fast in the open field. But I think he gets, you know, he he's uh he's got a he's he's got a few more moves in his arsenal to get to that next level. He doesn't necessarily uh, overpower you. He kind of finesses you. He out finesses you. And I like watching him. I like watching watching him uh, play. Yeah, it's just you know, just from a, of course from a from a fan's perspective. And I don't think anything. I think it's cool that he said that he's better than uh, Adrian Peterson. I, I don't. I don't think anything is wrong with that at all. Nothing. Nothing at all. Are you allowed to pick an eagle as your best player? Being a Cowboy fan, though. I, I'm Does a that fan. Get you... I'm a fan. You know, I mean, I'm a fan. I mean, I, I like. Uh, your Cowboys Eagles. fan. The Eagles. I don't know. I don't know anybody else from the Eagles. And one reason I like Shady McCoy too is I saw him when he played U of L Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. So you know, he's he's uh he's he was dope then. I mean, he came. I think they won that game when uh, the one I went to uh, McCoy. I think he scored like I think he probably scored the game with a touchdown. So I mean, he was he's you know he's all around. He's a great back. Yeah. I'm not, now, does, are you counting like as of from now, like at this point exactly when you compare the two? Or are you saying just their careers, their careers in hold to this point? Because AP also he's got three years in age over McCoy. Like you, like you pointed out, he's not the complete back McCoy is, no. and he's got two injuries that McCoy hasn't had. So I mean, but, so are you saying from this point further, this point exactly on, or a whole career? This has never been as yeah. good. I don't think. I don't think he's ever been as good. Never as complete. I'll, I'll say yeah, that. That's not a, given. He's not yeah. as a complete back as is, is, is McCoy. Yeah. Am I gone? Are you he's gone? Not, he's not as. No. <laughs> no. I said, no, I thought I'd kick something. I think I'd kick something out. No, if you can hear me and I can hear you, we're good to go. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. No, I, don't, I just don't think I don't think he's as a uh, as a complete back as, uh, as, uh, as McCoy. And I, I just like him. I like him. I just like him better. You know, it's personal preference. Well, you know I'm an Eagles fan, so you know who I'm picking really. Yeah, yeah, and I, I do know, like yeah. AP. I, listen, I've ridden AP's back in fantasy football for three years in a keeper league, so I have no, lo- I have nothing but love for AP yeah. for the most part for that selfish reason. I mean, yeah, he gives you stats, no but, question but about it. But if you tell me that I can get a running back who is, is probably equal or maybe slightly less better than a straightforward running back that McCoy is to AP – but my second choice, the guy that's not as good straight running as a back, can also catch the ball and is a better blocker than another backfield, which is McCoy is right. more complete back. I'm I'm going McCoy. I mean, like you said, you can put him, you can sw- put him out at a slot, you can move him around. He's a better blocker in third downs than AP is. He's just more complete back. And AP is just a better, maybe by traditional definition of running back, the yeah. like air quote over here, yeah. the only way you can see. Then maybe AP is because maybe he's run for two thousand yards. He's also had a lot more that, carries. Yeah, I mean, if you need, you know, yeah, I mean, but you know, and that's the thing. That's that thing. Who? When was the last time that a team needed a two thousand yard rusher? They don't really need him as much anymore. I think McCoy is 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 the typical is the prototypical back for this time period 
if there is one, because we've all we all saw what happened with the draft this last year. But it looks like the backs are being asked to do more as far as like catch the ball on the blocking schemes and in in as far as you know. Well, backs aren't even they're, asked they're to do more that. Pass, they're more pass happy. Was that? I was gonna say well, teams now don't even want one back. I mean, back in as, I don't want to say back in the day, but even as far back as maybe three years ago, you know, having a second back was having a backup, but he was a guy that was, you know, maybe a change of pace, a guy that was only a, a, a speed guy at most. But now teams they want to use two backs, and they don't want to have a guy, you know, get Jamal Anderson or Adrian Peterson like four hundred carries in a season because it wears them down so much. Now it's the the cool thing to have two running backs and to kind of split the time and not have that main superstar guy because of the wear and tear. I mean, it's the position that gets probably as much as anybody more wear and tear than anything. I mean, you're talking about a human being running and getting hit like a Mack truck every time he carries the ball. Well, yeah, and that's, and that's like, but like I said, that's the, I think that's the, the, uh, the, the, the metamorphosis of the league. You don't have a full-time fullback anymore yeah, because you don't need him. So you don't have that buffer. You don't have that guy that's, Using himself as a battering ram to soften up the line, so the running back can go uh, get through it. The 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 back now he's got to make his own holes. He's got to do his own thing. And I mean, yeah, I don't, but I don't think I don't think any team would say, "Look, I don't want a superstar back." Everybody no, wants true. a superstar back. Yeah, they, but like you said, yeah, they do want. If you can get, if you can get like Denver, I guess Denver, you can kind of attribute it. Attribute the, the the trend to Denver, you know Mike Shanahan. He's I mean he just pretty much produced Put anybody in thousand there, yeah. yards back back to back to back. T O, uh, I'm sorry T D, um, you know he 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 did his thing in his time, but afterwards, you know they had it was three or four backs. After Mike that Anderson that, ran for that, a thousand. That, uh, uh, they ran for a thousand yards consecutively. Well, like Cleveland so, Gary, but it was something like that. You know, uh, Orlando Gary or something, yeah. One or two and done guys, but you know. It's a good reason why you look at this draft. This year's draft was only the second time and since 1963 a running back didn't go in the first round. The only other time was last year. And AP might have been the last running back we see that goes in that top ten because of that mindset. I mean, yes, you want that superstar back, and I'm not saying that I, that was the wrong way to point it and the, the saying the teams don't want it, but they want to use two backs, and they found that I think now that Trent Richardson kind of started this whole – dagger in the heart of it that, you know, you can get a running back in the second, third, you know, second or third round that's going to be a star back. Case in point, LaShawn McCoy was a second round pick. I mean, it's yeah. the days of getting, having to take yeah. the running back in the top five, Garrison Hurst, you know, Kajana Carters, I'm naming busts, I guess, a little bit. because Hurst? Example. Well, Hurst had an up and down. Nah. It took him a while to get going. He was a bust in Arizona where he was drafted. Uh, Thomas bust? Jones, where he was drafted, yeah. He didn't pick oh, up till he got to till Cincinnati and and uh, it's harsh, man. And, and I saw him. I was at the game against the Jets when he ran the overtime touchdown. Oh, that, that game, I was there. I happened to be in San Fran that day. Uh, and the guys like that top five picks, basically, is what I'm saying. Those days have gone and come and gone. And I don't think we're going to see very many, many running backs unless he, he somehow Barry Sanders like reincarnation comes yeah. about. And I don't ever see it happening in our lifetime, unfortunately. Of course, mine will be shorter than normal person <laughs> by the way I live. I don't but, know. But you never know. I don't see a guy, another running back going in the top ten again in, in, in our lifetime. Maybe uh, first round. What? But not, the, not top, for a long time. In the no. top ten? Top ten. Nah, that's, I, not for a long time. That's probably, I mean, I think it's an exaggeration. Because you can – and this year's class was a mix of that mixed with the fact that there wasn't a lot of great talent. And it was a down running back year. But well, yeah, right. I mean, you got a lot of small backs. The best back was probably that kid from Ohio State. 
Yeah, and, and him, he was, and he him was and average. The, him and the first one they went was Sankey from Washington, the five nine kid. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I, I, top ten, no. I mean, you might see a guy go like a Chris Johnson went in the twenties. I mean, you might see guys slip into the well, that was the guys in I the mean, high you know. teens or twenties going the first round. But top ten picks, I, I just don't see the way the NFL is formed today, where Chris you can Johnson, run two backs. Chris Johnson didn't really, you know, he he didn't he didn't overwhelm you. No, but he had a good flash run. I mean, he had, I'm talking about in college. He didn't overwhelm you. No, in no, he was a combine guy. So you know, he's one of those. He, he's a speed guy. Com- he's yeah. a speed guy. Combine. His thing was, yeah, his thing was, his thing is speed. When he gets on, when you get on, the, when he when he gets the ball, you know, he can take it, whatever, you know, and and that's that's the, that's his thing. But uh, you know, yeah, they look and it's the speed. You got to have the speed, man. You don't have, like you said, you don't have that. You're not going to have a Bettis. You're not gonna have a, a big bruise and. Who was a top ten pick, actually? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, he's Heisman. Well, did, he didn't win the Heisman. He's no, like final, no, he's a finalist a couple times. You know, he, he well, he thing. was he was on the same team as Ricky Waters, I think. Wasn't he at Notre Dame? weren't they Maybe about like the same one time? Or, one or two years, man. Yeah, so he intertwined a little bit. They had some talent in that Notre Dame team. I would say. I had a friend of mine I used to work at the video store. Actually, was on that team. He had a two Cotton Bowl rings from that team. Because remember, do you remember? It seemed like for like ten years straight, it was A and M and Notre Dame and the Cotton Bowl like every it year. It was. He yeah. never played. He was a walk on, but he got two rings. He bragged about it, and he used it for on with the ladies many a times. I watched it work. Oh well, <laughs> right over there on Hubbard's Lane at the old movie warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was. Oh wow, he was like a four string fullback, but he did, but it worked. He was like, oh baby, look at this ring. You get a ring, man. <laughs> yeah, it'll work, man. It does. You got to use what you got. Yeah, it could be a fancy football ring, but they don't know that. Nah. <laughs> As long as it's not one of those uh, ring pops. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. That's the kind of women I'm going for, the ones that will fall for that. Those are the kind of intelligence I need in my ladies. They're like, <laughs> at least you know they're sweet. Yeah, I don't know. They like that sugar, <laughs> man. No doubt. Um, but, yeah, you know, hey, this is, this is uh, it's, it's, like you said, like you said, Trevor, it's a trend. But, I mean, it goes to ebbs and flows, man. It goes to ebbs and flows. I think that, you know. Couple years from now, we'll be saying, "Hey, there aren't any. <laughs> if you don't have any quarterbacks in the top ten, I don't. You know, the NFL are they going? To, are they moving away from the quarterback? No, they're not going to do that. They did a little bit this year, though. Other than Jacksonville, well, well, I mean, but there you go. You're always going to have that. You always it's it's whatever your need is. You're always going to have that one team that's got that need, and they're going to say, "Hey, you know, we're going to take you, regardless of what the trend is." Um, or, or, or whatever, whatever you know, whatever everybody else thinks, they're gonna take what their need is rather than you know what what the uh, conventional wisdom is. So uh, what we're gonna do is take this break. We'll be back right after these messages. Out of bounds, baby. Happening. We're back, y'all. <laughs> We're back. We are back. Out of bounds. 
We got all oh, right. Spotify. I've got to put out my Spotify. beef here with you. <laughs> Spotify. The people of Spotify. You are dirty, supposed to man. tell me if it's explicit. They did us dirty. I man. let the B slide, but that's where I draw the line of Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I thought I thought we were cool on that one because that was like that's yeah. a mainstream. Song. We might have to go back to Prince, man. Sorry. Let's do Prince, <laughs> baby. Let's do Raz. Next time, let's Raspberry Beret or, or, or Diamonds uh, and Pearls. Yeah. You know, I'm, you're like me, man. Not many people like the old, the new generation stuff of the '90s. I like that stuff. That was the that was his best stuff with Cream and uh, yeah. Yeah. and what was the what was the other yeah. one? Diamonds of Pro was the song. The uh, uh, 69 positions and a get off. That's it. I'm get off? I had to yeah. sing the song to do it. That's My some brother. smooth stuff, man. I mean, yeah, it's good stuff, man. I mean, you can't go. It's, that's the ladies like that. I got made fun of by a former uh, friend of, oh, not former friend, but former coach and a good friend, Perrin Johnson. Yeah. would make fun of me yeah. because uh, I listen to Prince when I work out. Is that is that make fun of? I mean, that, that's okay, isn't no. it? No. No, I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, I'm just jogging on the treadmill, jamming to a little Prince's greatest hits. I don't see anything really wrong with that. No, right? I mean, because he's, he's got upbeat stuff like Raspberry Beret. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he made fun um, of me for that. He, he, th- he said I was, uh, that was kind of too feminine to listen to. I should. And uh-huh. wrong, when I'm like lifting weights or anything, which I don't do often, I'm like more Rage Against the Machine, more, well, yeah. you know, more maybe some Black Star, maybe Red Man, more maybe something like that. Upbeat, yeah. yeah, more something be pumped up. But yeah, I'm on the treadmill. I'm just doing a little, you know, halfway jog, a little walking kind of fast. Prince is good. Yeah, Prince that. is good. I agree, man. Thank not you. Not all of it. Not, you know, like, not Where like were you four months ago when I was having this match and I called you? Well, I mean, you know, hey, look, man. Well, Diamond's a pro. Okay, yeah, that's maybe Prince, a little Prince, that's, look. Uh, you gotta ask, you, you gotta ask him. Is he a lover, man? Because Prince is for the lovers, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not listening to Montel Jordan sing, you know, no. some, some some slow jams or anything, but no. but not, Prince has got some upbeat anyway. stuff. I agree, man. Thank you. Yeah, Prince. Is, I mean, you can't. How can you go wrong with Prince? That's like saying, you know, don't listen to Michael Jackson or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta you gotta question his lovability. And I can and I can I can do some treadmill to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Upbeat, older, uh, even upbeat. older, new, even if it's dangerous or thriller, whatever. I upbeat, mean, what if it's because he's got a lot of upbeat songs. Man. What's what? the What's the worst person you would never work out to? You had to pick one artist. Ooh, ah, you know that what? you actually listen to and enjoy. I mean, it can't be just almost like ABBA because you don't like ABBA in general. <laughs> I like ABBA. <laughs> yeah, okay. ABBA's cold, man. I like we did a uh, body electric. Now nah, that's cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably I I can't listen to a lot of hip hop when I. When you're when working work out? out? Yeah, I listen to gospel when I work out. Really? Because it's motivational. More inspiration? It's yeah. motivational. Yeah, I like uh, Donald Lawrence, Andre Crouch. Yeah, I listen to that stuff because it's- You're on my head on that one. I'm not a big gospel fan. <laughs> Sorry. I, but- I can dip my toe in many of any of Brian's music, man. It's, and I have nothing nah, against man. gospel. Just well, don't know just, it. My dad's a preacher. We got it. Right. I was raised up, you know. So that's all I could listen to. So I know all. Like, you know, like some people, some kids, when they were growing up, they listened to, I don't know, Peaches and Herb. Right? <laughs> I had to sneak that, man. I had to sneak. I like how you pulled Peaches and Herb yeah. out of I mean, I remember, I remember being in the dance, you know, they were singing Reunited. You know, yeah, like yeah. Slow, slow dancing. You know, but uh, gospel, I grew, I grew up listening to it. Guns N' Roses. That probably explains my lifestyle in well, general. that too. Guns N' Roses. You know, I was a nine-year-old G-N-R. listening to Straight Outta Compton, you know, just on my headset on my cassette player. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> You're a uh, well-read man. <laughs> but, yo, I think we got our man, Keith, on the Keith Fraser, the inside man. What's up, buddy? He's pacing What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's up with you? Look, man, I know you got to run. I'm just, I'm just listening. Yeah, I know y'all. I'm just listening to y'all talking about that workout music, man. I'm tripping. I tell you. Tell my man, ain't nothing wrong listening to a little Prince, man. You working out? <laughs> Thank ain't you, guys. That, 
I needed this hey. months ago. I seriously, I was yeah. being double teamed by my co-host and producer when I said it. Hey, uh, you work out a lot inside, man. <laughs> what what uh, what do you listen to when you work out? Well, man, I'll be honest. I saw it all. Then I go, you know, I like that song, them boys round here drinking that ice. <laughs> I like it. I like that, man. I like, I listen to all kind of stuff. I, hey, I like it all, man. Yeah. I, I can go from gospel to country to R&B to hip hop. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be. I mean, in this what day and age, yeah, you gotta be able to be. You have to be versatile, man. You gotta be versatile musically because it's a lot of good music. I mean, variety's a spice of life, man. And everybody collaborates now, so you know. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. And everybody that's right. steals, you know. That's right. Except for hip hop and country, well, the only people that do that's Nelly. 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 <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. 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 You know, you know, what's going on? What's going on, man? Hey, man, look, hey, hey, Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell out of bounds, man. I what's got a Roger Goodell way out of bounds. <laughs> what's he doing? I got I gotta put it out there. He wow. is totally out of bounds. Why is that? You know, it's, it's you gotta be fair. You have to be fair. The re- the way he punished and fined players millions, hundreds of dollars for for things that they do, and then you get the owner right. of an NFL franchise, and it's been sixty six days or more and counting, right. and he haven't took action on this. And he says the reason why he haven't taken action. It's because he hasn't been charged with anything. <laughs> since when? When did that stop him? Right. Since when have he needed more evidence? You know, you get caught with $29,000 for cash. You get caught with prescription pills. That's not in your name. You can't even walk a straight line. Yeah. So since when do you need more evidence? You know, he's never, he's never waited till people went to court and been charged. Perfect case. You take Ben Roethlisberger. I was reading an article today, Ryan Clark. He did make good sense. He, he talked about Ben Roethlisberger when he was accused of, you know, of rape of a 20-year-old college student. You know, the, he hadn't been to court. He wasn't charged with anything. It was just accusation. He suspended him six games. You remember? And they reduced it to four games. Oh, yeah, back 2002. So, yeah, so since when have you needed more information? I don't know. I really think this is this is this is something that's really going to come down hard on Roger Goodell. And I don't know if y'all had a chance to watch, man, but he people do not like him. A lot of NFL fans <laughs> don't like him. I don't know yeah. why. Maybe. I really know. If you looked at the draft, I, I kind of felt sorry for him. Every time he came out, they was booing bad. You know, yeah. I'm talking about like everybody booing. I guess that's why he's trying to get the draft out of New York. But it's, <laughs> they don't have to do that. Yeah. Hey, look, I give you I give you 40 million reasons why they don't like him. Um. You know, I mean, he, yeah. he's like he's pretty much like the he's a puppet, man. He's a puppet. He doesn't he you know, I would say Pete Rosell, I mean, he's going back a little bit. Pete Rosell, Paul Tagliabue, they had a better of or at least an appearance of a firmer grip on being in charge. Exactly. I don't think anybody and thinks I agree. about and you yeah. know, You're and I agree, I agree, Brandon. 
because, you know, when you have somebody, you know, Rod Clark, he's been in the league for a while. You know, yeah. He's had a pretty good career. He's been fired by Roger Cadell. Some of the stuff may be personal that he's speaking on. But, you know, he, he even take personal attacks that said that um, Paul Tagliabue was more of a man. Wow. You know, Paul Tagliabue was sitting in the room with you and amongst wow. other people and discuss what you did wrong versus Roger Goodell, who would get on conference calls and call people and then be the judge and the jury of things. And, you know, to me, I feel like he, he really could have cleared his name a whole lot if he would have acted quicker on this situation. You know, at least did something. But, you know, but we do live in a world where, we, where you're innocent to proven guilty. But, man, what more evidence do you need? You know, <laughs> what more evidence do you need? I don't know. I don't either. Y'all get a chance to take in the NBA draft last night. No, nah, no. Nah, what? What? Uh, you know lottery. what? The lottery. The the. Nah, I didn't even watch it to be honest with you. Um. Uh, what? But what? I mean, what? What do you take? What do you take away from that? I know Cleveland. We all know Cleveland got the first pick again. What? What do you? What? What are your takeaways again. on that? Yeah. I look at it like this: here. you got Cleveland. They got the first pick last year. They got the first pick this year, and in fact, they got the first pick three out of the last four years. And still you know, have Cleveland made the playoffs. They was, they, they, I don't know if they made it last year, but it was close to making it. They didn't make it this year. And, you know, with LeBron, a lot, of talk, a lot of people have been talking about maybe LeBron going back to Cleveland this summer after his contract is over with. But I don't think that's going to be the case because, you know, LeBron want to go to a team where he can, that's capable of winning a championship. And right now, Cleveland is not there. Well, it would be a good story for him to go back to his hometown of Ohio um, after all the, more stuff that went on when he left with them burning his jerseys and stuff. You know, maybe he can do a show to decision part two to go back to Cleveland. <laughs> you know, dead <laughs> people in Miami be burning his jersey. Right, right. I don't know. Be a I'm telling you, but the but but the lottery. I, I don't know. It, it amazes me how Cleveland keep getting the first pick overall. I don't I, I don't know how they do the, those things. I think I think they go by the record or whatever. Yeah. But um. When you when you when you constantly picking at the bottom or constantly picking first, you gotta be you gotta at least make some kind of noise in the NBA. It's like the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland always getting early picks for something. They get, that, they get the most picks for the Adam Williams uh, franchise in sports. I don't know. Something's not right. Yeah, they are. Like, you take the Cleveland Indians, the Cleveland. I don't know. Something ain't going on in Cleveland. I think Cleveland got a curse on it. Yeah, hey, that's what they, that's what they say, man. Cleveland, nobody goes to the baseball games. I think, I think the best thing in Cleveland is like, uh, not even in Cleveland. I think it's in Sandusky. It's uh, what's that? What's that amusement park up there? See the point. Yeah, it's closer to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the best yeah, thing like in Cleveland. Cleveland. That roller coaster, that big wooden roller coaster that they but have. But you know what? <laughs> the Rockefeller Hall Cleveland, Cleveland is a football yeah. town. If Cleveland yeah. winning, if Cleveland winning. They got the fans there that will support them. I've, I've had a chance to go to Cleveland a couple of times and take in a few games. You know, it could be two and thirteen. Two, the fans still will come out and support them, and that's why I think it was very important for them to draft somebody like Johnny Manziel. Yeah, you know, Johnny Manziel. You draft him, and your your tickets just you got a big buzz around the city right now. Yeah, so it's going to be some point of time in the season where the owner, even though he told Johnny Manziel to start acting like a backup. It's gonna be some point of time if they start out two and zero oh and three or one and four. He's gonna be pressured to put Manziel in there they gonna have because to play. the fans are paying their money to come see him. You know, but I just me me personally, I, I really I really want to see Cleveland do well. 
I don't know. It's something. I really want to see Cleveland do well. I don't even know though, why. Even, even though they're I, in your division, they're in the, they're in the Steelers' division. I, I, said, I, didn't, I didn't see them. I want to see them do well because I do remember that robbery of Pittsburgh and Cleveland before yeah. Cleveland moved to Baltimore. You know, now now it's like Baltimore and Pittsburgh that robbery. Yeah, that's true. You know, because you know the Baltimore Ravens were the Cleveland Browns. Right. You know, exactly. that was the robbery that Steelers and the Browns had, and then they switched over to Baltimore. It kind of came more of the Baltimore. And still a robbery. I, I really want to see Cleveland do well. I, I don't know. You know, it's like they, they draft these players, and then you, another thing, you, get, you take Josh Gordon, for example, what happened with him. They can't win for losing. I don't know what it is. Yeah, snake bit, man. They cannot win for losing. Cleveland's a snake Yeah, but the lottery, man, city. the lottery, I don't know. Hey, you you, you heard me say this personally. If if I, I think the NFL should allow you to do a little bit more leniency on weed, if you're going to be having to play in Cleveland, you got to make a guy <laughs> stay in Cleveland for twelve months. How are you going to tell him not to get high? I mean, come on, let the guy have a little bit of break. I mean, he's a Cleveland Brown for God's sakes. Hey, you know what? That's an interesting take because what what happens? What happens when uh it's legal in the state, but the NFL? We'll know that soon. They're having the, NFL, the rules well, coming have, up soon. That's yeah. Seattle, right? That's California. Well, it's legal in Washington, uh, Washington uh, Colorado, and uh, those are the only two states that's officially that's, that you can actually do certain extents to the yeah. legalization. So I don't know. But California does allow medical marijuana as well as other states do, yes. So, I, you know, I guess probably it'll come down. It'll be a, Maybe that's, that'll be one of the defenses if somebody gets caught. They'll say, you know, it's legal. Yeah, but, I mean, prostitution's I legal in some parts of Nevada doesn't mean you can do it in other states. I mean, We don't have any NFL teams in Nevada, though. No, well, that's for sure. <laughs> but you, you definitely got prostitutes beyond Nevada. I can promise you that. You got the running rebel. That's about it. But you get you got anything else for us, in, insider? Is he still there? No, man. I just want to talk about the Jim Ursay. The Jim Ursay thing, man. I think that's no, rubbing that, a lot of people. It sounds like Goodell. He's, you know, you can't, you can't, you got, you can't, you can't do that, Mister Goodell. If you're listening, so somebody you can tune in, tune yeah. in to Out of Bounds, Roger Goodell. We're gonna tell you how to handle the situation, okay? Yeah. You sit Jim Ursay down. And you tell him you can't be the face of nothing speaking at the NFL owners meeting when you just got caught with a hundred thousand dollars prescription pills that ain't yours. <laughs> you know, and trying to get a Super Bowl to come to Indianapolis. You know you wouldn't go win that. What about the dead lady? You know, man? come on, man. Huh? What about that dead lady that was found in, his, found in his found in his condo? The condo we bought know, for that lady. Man, that's, 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 he just exactly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be around that guy, <laughs> man. He's bad luck. Exactly, man. You know. It's almost like Roger Goodell, he has to do something. He has to do something. If do I was something. the players, every opportunity that come up, I would bring it up because there's yeah. no reason why he should be somewhere speaking, trying to get votes on a Super Bowl, and you got people saying, oh, he look healthy and he looks good. Come on, man, have you been clean for 65 days? Now that he's made his media appearance, he, he may, and, and, and to be honest with you, I really hope he gets the help yeah. that he needs. You know, and try to seek some kind of counsel. I don't wish nothing like that because, you know, alcohol and drugs is a serious problem in this world. It's a disease, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, you know, I applaud him for trying to get help. But at the same time, you can't be out speaking about what's going on in the NFL and trying to get a Super Bowl, but when you ask about your personal problems, you don't want to discuss it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it don't make sense. And, you know, Roger Goodell, he should have had some kind of stipulations and talk with Mr. Ursay saying, hey, stay away from the cameras. You could be here, but when you see cameras coming, go the other way for right mm-hmm. now until this is handled. Because now this bringing a bad taste up in there by the mouth when they have to turn on Sports Center or turn on the television and see this guy speaking about, you know, bringing a Super Bowl and getting the vote, bringing a Super Bowl back to Indianapolis and talking about 
the you know the 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 way that the league is going right now, but you're also you know you you have a drug problem, you have a drinking problem, and nothing has been done to try to resolve it by the commissioner of the NFL. Well, guys, it's been real, and I enjoyed it. Hey, man, keep listening to that Prince while you work out, buddy. Amen. <laughs> I thank you. Next time I actually work out, I will put some prints on the iPod. I promise you. Everybody's <laughs> listening to Prince, man. You can't go wrong with. Him. Thanks inside, man. Appreciate it, baby. I, the only thing I don't get about Jim Mercy is why yeah. do you why are you rolling around with a briefcase full of pills and cash like you're some <laughs> poor man's Frank White anyway? No, but I mean, you, you, own, you own an NFL team, don't they? If you if you have enough money to own an NFL team, you send Lackey A through Z to go pick that stuff up and bring it to your house. But I mean, that's like that's the thing, though, right? What's the real story? Well, it's got to be some other type of story. Oh, the story is he was probably high on Quaaludes and decided to go get some more pills and cash, and yeah. he got pulled over doing it and was cocky. He was ever seen Wolf oh. of, Have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, yeah. He's probably, he was probably when, uh, remember the, scene, the, the great scene, I don't know, spoiler alert for anybody, so turn your radio when down. When he went but, to the to country club? Yeah, and he's coming back, and he oh, thinks he drove perfect, goodness. and he goes outside, and the whole car is, yeah. you know, that, that's what Ursley probably was. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that, that scene right there was something from experience. Yeah, it's always the. It's always, <laughs> that was like I mean, I'm, a that's too, a, I'm a too young for Quaalude Daddy. No, no, no. I'm, so, I'm talking. About, no, the scene was too good. Oh yeah, to not yeah. for somebody just to say, "Hey, I think this is what it is." No, nah, somebody whoever was shooting that knew what what it felt like. He, he was. This is what always happens to athletes and and just wealthy in general. I mean, it doesn't be athletes. You can even yeah. look at actors, movie stars, musicians, or whatever. It's always because they they got they get cocky and they want to drive. Right. Which never blow, which blows my mind. Listen, I'm below middle class, and if I'm in their situation, I can still find a way to get a cab. I don't care what it well, is. You know, like you said, though, get somebody it's, come it's, pick me up. I think it speaks of arrogance, though. It is. It's got to. It's got to be arrogance, and 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 obviously, he's you know he's got the uh, he's got the right idea. And he knows what's going on because if you're if the guy that you're paying, you're contributing to paying forty million dollars a year in Roger Goodell. Can't tell you what to do because you're his boss. Technically, the, the owners yeah. are his boss. Yeah. Yes, well, he's yeah. one of thirty-two owners. Yeah. Right. So, and and Ursay's got a lot of pull. I mean, let's be real about it. He's got a lot of pull. He's had a Super Bowl. He's, he's hosted the Super Bowl. He's you know he's a pretty influential guy. The, the owners, the Ursay family's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way over well, time. I mean, Robert Ursay, yeah, the way he but, took Baltimore out out of Indi- out of the Colts out of Baltimore to Indianapolis. Yeah. Originally, they've always been kind of the. I don't want to call them, you know, the, the Indian, Al Davis like lone wolves, but they've always been kind of a play by their own beat type. Yeah, of but owners love is in love with the coach. Well, now they are because yeah. of Peyton Manning and well, there you go. Uh, so you can't. Ten years you know, before that, they hated them. <laughs> but I mean, nah, I don't know. But I mean, we're talking about you know, we're talking about recent history. Yeah, so true. Everybody, lo- everybody's in love with the Colts, um, and for you know, the, everybody knows. Well, I guess around Indianapolis, that that the Ursays had his. Issues before they became national news. Yeah, but no, uh, the, but the, now, the glass isn't completely full, as well. You know, however you want to say, the lights aren't always. <laughs> but his dad was like that. I mean, well, you watch that thirty on thirty about Elway. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, and anybody kind of looks back at Tommy Robert or say his father was again fly by your own kind of pants type of guy. Anyway, I mean, look yeah. at the way he moved the Colts out of town on the Mayflower I mean, you know, they in the middle got, of the night. They got I mean, that bread, man. So it's like you know, it's a pretty much the Trump card right there. And look at Jim, the way he goes it's on Twitter and says stuff it's and runs his mouth. I mean, he's that he's a different. He's not your typical owner. He's nah, a, he's a and he's a rock star guy. He, he likes he likes to hang out with celebrities. He wants to be part of the show rather than he's not the traditional. Uh, he wants to be a Mark old, Cuban old guy owner. Yeah. He's you know he wants to be a part of the show he and he wants you to know 
who he is. He's the man, and you know he he wants the spotlight. And well, he's got he it won, now. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got it. And I don't I don't think he's like I don't think he's embarrassed by it. It oh, doesn't look it like is. it. No, I mean th- th- this know? is a slap on the wrist. I mean, yes, it's bad to have. What is that? I'm looking at the police report now. Twenty twenty nine thousand and change in cash. Yeah, and a briefcase full of prescription, uh, various color and kinds of pills. Uh, the problem now, one, one he'd probably been better off being busted with another drug because pills are a bad thing to get busted with because you get a harder penalty for some of those than you do other certain drugs. But it, that's, I mean, that's a, I mean, this is nothing that he can't buy. You know, yeah. six Johnny yeah. Cochran like lawyers. I hate to use Johnny Cochran's example because he's passed, yeah. but well, I mean, you get what yeah, I'm that's, saying. That's, that's the yeah, he's the. He's the uh, and he'll walk away with going with a, a two weeks saying. at the Betty Ford Clinic, which is like basically staying at a spa. You know that's what he'll end up doing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's and it's the only the bad thing about it though. I don't think it's helping the guy. You know, if he helping him as far as like kick his habit and all the other stuff. Oh no, no, it's not helping him at all. So it's no. short short term, he gets off on it, but long term. You know, this is messing them up. Man. But that's what you get for being so, rich, though. You don't have to get help. You can just you can just well, push it aside and make it, and then go back to it later on. It's up to him. It's up I mean, to him, man. So it's if unfortunate. You're, but if you're listening, Jim Irsay, look, man. You know, we wish you the best, like the inside man said. We wish you the best. But if you want to, you know, if you want, if you want to know what we think, just call us at five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. Was he driving a Lincoln? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it's called. He can what. afford that new Lincoln. My, my favorite part of the report is that he was asked to recite the alphabet from C to N. Ursay did as told, but then started again and went through the entire alphabet. <laughs> after he, reciting he after reciting the letter Z, he went on to follow up with saying I N G. So he's making he's he's, he's making light of it. <laughs> Something tells me that all the pills he had picked up on the way to, from that being pulled over weren't all in the suitcase. I think he had, <laughs> I think he may have taken a couple of them before he got arrested. He was driving ten miles an hour in a thirty five hour zone. First of all. I yeah. mean, okay, so that that's leads to the whole thing, you know, alcoholic drunk driving is worse than driving with other under other drugs. I mean, at least he wasn't Justin Bieber floating through the neighborhood trying to run Keyshawn Johnson over, going, you know, well, yeah, at least he was going, he was going ten and a thirty-five, and it was pretty late. So yeah, luckily nobody else got hurt. Man. I mean, he, he would hit a tree; it wouldn't even have damaged either one of them. <laughs> that's so, the thing. Yeah, he's, well, yeah, he wasn't even going fast enough to no. for the crash test dummies to. Exactly. Eleven forty on a Sunday. He's going ten miles an hour at thirty-five. Well, that's good. And he he was not in a Lincoln, though. But we'll say for uh, bleeps and giggles, he was. He was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was in a Lincoln, man. So go out there and get your Lincoln, man. (laughs) But don't get the suitcase. (laughs) Don't get the yeah. Maybe you get you get an attaché case with every Lincoln purchase. (laughs) But yeah, man. You know, hey, good good luck to him. Good luck to him. He's rich. Um, he doesn't need luck. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yeah, he don't need my luck. You don't need anybody's luck, I guess. But uh, hope he, hope he's, hope he's okay with that thing. But is anybody playing tonight? Pacers playing tonight? No, no. Pacers are off till Saturday, thankfully, because of the possible concussion that Paul George will be suffer has suffered last night. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the WWF or WWE type knee that uh, playoff basketball put on him. But no, we do have the uh, Spurs and Thunder tonight. I guess you could call it a game. I. Personally, find this series to be over already, but we'll see. they I mean, do play. They do play tonight. There's, those things go th- through extremes, especially in the West. You can win by twenty one night and lose by thirty the next night. I just um, can't see enough. I, I love Durant. I don't. I don't. I don't hate Westbrook that much, but I just can't see them. Scotty Brooks, man, he's got it. You got it. If they don't make it to the finals and win, I would. Scotty Brooks has got to be in the hot seat. 
He's on hot seat already, yeah. Yeah, he's got to be. But the, but how much of that hot seat can be dim lowered because of the two years they don't go to the finals? If they if, Saying they lose in the conference finals this year. The two years they don't go are one because Westbrook tears his injury in the middle of the playoffs, yeah. and yeah, now you lose Ibaka in the middle of in, you know the conference finals. I mean, but I mean Ibaka, everybody's everybody's got somebody that's hurt. Yeah, but not, not you don't lose a guy for an entire series. No, there's no other team. No, I mean when you lose a guy like a, a Rose, like Chicago did two years ago. What's Ibaka giving you? Like seven, twelve points, eight rebounds, three blocks. He's per game. Yeah, in the playoffs, he's our third leading scorer, number one rebounder, number one shot blocker. Serge Bach is good, man. My, he's okay. He's the quiet beast from the Congo, man. Oh, man. He's he's he's. he's, he's I, okay. I love me some Serge Bach, man. He he's does, cold. He's cold. I mean, he's good, but he's uh, he's not going to get you the flashiness. No. But he does all the dirty stuff. And I tell you what, he's a lot better than Kendrick Perkins, who I've always said is about as useful as an ashtray on a motorcycle. Well, they traded for him. Well, that's because they wanted to match. That was a matchup and reason of matching up the Lakers' size at the time. They wanted to, they wanted to go against. The Bynum Gasol matchup that the Lakers were beating. Well, they got to match up with uh, San Antonio's side. They can't even beat Andrew B- Baines, who's a, who was a, who finished college five years ago, has been stuck in somewhere lost in Amsterdam. But they just finally threw in the lineup, and he's dominating them thanks to the Spurs. Well, who's the who's the, uh, who's the big man that's sitting on the bench for the for OKC now? Uh, well, if you, the, you, basically the three guys who have to fill a Baca spot will be Kendrick Perkins, uh, Nick Nick Collison, who's been in the league for about twenty six years now. Uh, he. As I like to say, I said yesterday, he came to him from Seattle. They just like threw him in like with the crap you have from college. Wrong like let's just bring Nick Collison with us. But it's a, it's a rookie that's sitting the and bench. And Stephen right? Adams, yes, Stephen no, Adams. Not, well, not him. It's a, it's like a well known rookie. Is it? No, that's him. He was a lottery pick last no, year. No, I'm talking about it's, it's another rookie that's sitting. It's like a big guy that sits the bench for uh, for OKC. I think I think that's who you're thinking of, Stephen Adams. He was a lottery pick last year. He doesn't yeah, play a lot it's of minutes. Another guy though. I mean, they've, those are your three big men who are going to play more than likely at the most minutes uh, between those guys. It'll be those three. Who do you yeah, like tonight, though? We got we got about a minute left. Who do you like tonight in this game? I've already said I like OKC. I like, man, I'll take OKC. They, they, they tie the series up in one. Yeah, they got to tie it up. I mean, it's got they're not going to get swept. I don't I think hope, they get swept. I, I think it even goes six, but I don't see it as competitive as it should be with Ibaka in the game. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Is how much? I don't know. Ibaka's making that much difference, though, man. You're underselling my man, huh? The king of the Congo, man. You're underselling my boy. King of the Congo. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a nickname. I'll stop by. Uh, I think they called him the Eric. Beat. That's what I'm talking about. The beat. Dude, what are you? What are you? Did you have like a acid flashback to five years ago? He sucks. Well, I mean, he's, you know, hey. Uh, we'll have to save but this look, debate for next week. We got to save it for next week, man. Hey, next week, you know what time it is. 6 o'clock Wednesday, Out of Bounds. We love you. Later.